Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your favorite Fatboy Rary coming at you with another Fatboy Takes. Your boy's finally getting on the mic again. I'm sorry I haven't been doing a pod. I've been really busy with work. It's finally dying down. I finally have time to do stuff again. I know I keep saying this, but it's been kind of tough for your boy. Uh, COVID season was kind of trash for me because I work in the pharmaceutical industry. Let's just say I was working a group of hours. And yeah, <laughs> so it kind of sucked. But I'm back. I should have more time now. If I, I'm going to try to do a pod weekly. If I can't do it weekly, at least I will try to do one bi-weekly. Um, I'm not making any promises, though, because your boy is busy. Um, but I hope all you guys are doing well. And for whoever follows, I appreciate it. And to all the listeners that listen to me on Pandora, I really, really appreciate it. I wish you guys would follow me more or ask me questions on Twitter so we can talk more about sports or whatever or whatever it doesn't matter or gaming you know to to you know gaming i love gaming you know it's fun i like it um <clears throat> but um yeah on today's part uh we're, i'm gonna we're gonna have nba talk so so far like i think we're like 20 almost 20 games in i'm gonna kind of assess the teams that i've been watching or well the top four teams in each conference um and i'll talk about a couple of other teams also i will talk about the biggest surprises for me in the NFL season now that it's the Super Bowl. So I'll talk about the teams that surprised me the most and the ones that were very, very disappointing to me. And I will pick my winner for the Super Bowl. And yeah, that's what's on tap for today's pod. I hope you guys stick around. Um, let's get it. All right, so here we go. Let's kick off the NBA talk. So we're going to talk about... The Western Conference, the first four teams in the West, I am going to be honest with all you guys. I am really, really shocked that the Utah Jazz are sitting at the top of the conference. Everybody was pretty much saying the Lakers have that conference. They were going to run away with it. Easy peasy. They upgraded their squad, blah, blah, blah. And here we have the small market Utah Jazz doing damage in the West. Led by Donovan Mitchell. My man is averaging 23.3 points a game. And then, obviously, they got their anchor, Rudy Gobert. Um, this team's looking really solid right now. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm super impressed. Uh, they went on a, what, 12-game win streak. Uh, I'm going to be honest, though. Like, that run they went on was nice. But that was like the schedule was not that hard. But they still they still got to go out there and win the games. They handled their business. Um I think this team, in order for this team to to be a contender, because I'm going to be honest, I think this team is a pretender. I don't really think they, they got what it takes to win the championship. Yes, they'll make some noise, but I just don't see it. I don't think, yes, they're leading the league in three-pointers made, uh, but I feel like this team is going to it's gonna stall out in the playoffs, uh, in the half court. It's, I don't think it's going to regular season. Uh, playoffs, different story. I don't think this team has enough. Enough. Like, Jordan Clarkson was probably the best sign this team made in the offseason. Instant offense off the bench. Um, literally, <clears throat> he knows his role. He knows that when he comes in the game, it's fucking go time. It's let's get these buckets, boys. Uh, so that's good. He finally knows his role. He's like, I'm getting buckets. I don't care. Play me whatever you play me. I'm getting buckets. So basically... I just feel like I don't know. It, it's also going to depend on the on the health of Brogdon, Brogdanovich, um, 
because last year they didn't have him for the playoffs, and obviously he was greatly missed. He's a good shooter. So hopefully he can stay healthy because if he stays healthy, this team, I think, has a shot. I think their ceiling is probably, I don't think this team can beat the Clippers. I'm going to be honest. Probably second-round exit. Hate to say it. I know I sound like a hater, but I'm just going to keep it real. I don't think this team can beat the Clippers or the Lakers in a seven-game series. I just don't see it happening. But who knows? Uh, I don't mind being proved wrong. You know, I don't care. It'd be cool if I got proved wrong. I would like to see the Jazz um, go to the Western Conference Finals and duke it out with the Lakers. Because uh, I'm going to be honest, the Western Conference Finals are going to be the Lakers and Clippers. If if it's not, I'm going to go with the, with the Jazz. <clears throat> but uh, we'll see how everything turns out. Hopefully they can keep playing well. And I see Mike Conley has been playing well. Last year, Mike Conley League was a disaster. He's started off really, really, really slow. And then once it hit playoff time, he started playing better. But it was already kind of too late. Like, it just... His bad play kind of like screwed over the team during the season, and now, but hey, he's playing good ball now, so we'll see how everything turns out for this team. And then the second team we're gonna talk about is the Lakers. Uh, but the thing with the Lakers is like the team's good, don't get me wrong, they're led by AD and LeBron, but I don't know if I f- it feels like. They lost too much, like, like defensive-wise. Like, I feel like just watching that team play, and then you just watch Montreal Herald get killed in the pick-and-roll. Just that man's getting murked in the pick-and-roll. I don't get what's going on with him. I guess the, I won't be honest, the Clippers made the right decision by letting him go and not overpaying him because he was going to get overpaid. The man can't, like, like I always say in this pod, the man can't shoot like outside of like 30 feet so you already know in the nba now that's a big liability uh but they don't need him to do that but that's that's the thing though if he's not there to do that he's there to rebound and play good defense but he can't even play defense because he gets exposed on the pick and roll and in the playoffs you know it's a lot of pick and roll a lot of pick and roll a lot of pick and roll uh but he has to have ad there but i don't know i think the the Lakers will be fine. Obviously, they're led by LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, but Anthony Davis has not been as good as he was last year. All his averages are down. But who knows? He might turn it up as the season goes along. We still have, a, what, 20, like 40 games to go. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see if Anthony Davis um, starts playing like his former self. Um, and I'm honestly, I'm in, what, LeBron's year 18, whatever the man's still balling. I picked him to win MVP. Right now, he is currently the MVP leader. I said it was going to be a three-man race. It was going to be Luka, him, LeBron, and I think I said Anthony Davis. I don't remember. That was, that was like two months ago. Um, but LeBron James is the clear favorite to win the MVP so far. Um, and also, big ups to my boy Joe fucking Keek. You know, I stand the shit out of Joe Keek. I'm always talking Joe Keek up. I love that dude. I love how he plays. I am so happy he's playing out of his mind right now and he's in the conversation for MVP. But I think the only thing holding back Joe Keek from winning MVP is his team record is kind of shit right now because that team is struggling right now. Like they win, lose, win, lose. It's just like they can't win constantly. 
And that I'm pretty sure that has to do with their wings not being able to defend. Michael Porter Jr. cannot defend anything. Jeremy Grant was a huge loss for that team. All right, enough, 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 enough about the Joe Keek and the, the Nuggets. We'll get to them later on. But, yeah, another thing with the Lakers, I, I just feel like they lost a lot of that inside presence. Like, their defense seems kind of weak. Like, um, losing Dwight, I hate to say it, losing Dwight might hurt this team come playoff time because they're smaller now. They used to, that was the thing with them last year. They were all big. But they're actually smaller now, so it's kind of like, mm, we'll see. Uh, but uh, I, this team's roster's great. Like, Schroeder's been playing well. Uh, Wesley Matthews has been hurt. That's the dude I'm surprised about. He, he didn't play against the Celtics. He's been out. So we'll see how they look when he's actually playing constantly. Um, also, um, I think the Lakers are going to be fine. I think the Lakers will get either make it to the Western Conference Finals again or they will be in the or lose or go to the finals again. That's the thing for this team I feel that this team is either, it, we already know this team is championship robust. LeBron is like in his last year so it's they're going to try to get LeBron every single championship they can. Um but yeah, I but I just feel like this team has lost a lot defensively. Like I know Anthony Davis is doing his thing, candidate for defensive player of the year. But I just don't know. And then, oh man, Marcus Gasol has been terrible. Marcus Gasol is just, I, it's just looking like he's a statue out there. He's lost all, like, that's that's the thing that sucks for Laker fans, I feel, because all the Laker fans were hyped about getting Marcus Gasol. They were like, yes, Marcus Gasol. We're happy we have a Gasol on our team again. And he's been awful. Like, he's just looks like a statue out there sluggish it's just weird watching him decline so bad i like i'm a fan of my marcus so it's kind of sucks that you know he's declined so much um but yeah enough about the lakers i think the lakers still gonna do their thing championship or finals appearance uh western conference finals minimum minimum but uh Let's talk about the Clippers. I saw I got a chance to watch the Clippers play the Celtics last night. No Paul George, but also the Celtics had no Jalen Brown, no Marcus Smart. Uh, I feel to me that was a must-win game for the. Well, that's a game the Clippers should have won. Like the Clippers have the better bench. I would say the Clippers had the better the better player, but hell nah, motherfucking JT was balling. That boy said I'm the best player. He he got a haircut last week. You already know. When he gets to Erica, he top five. But no, uh, I feel like that, like the Clippers, to me, um, is a team. That's another team that I that I think can make the finals. This team is good defensively. They have a lot of shooters. Um, I'm pretty sure they lead the league in three three point percentage. Um, but uh, I just don't know because, like, this team is weird. Like watching this team is weird. Like. Sometimes they're locked in defensively, and then sometimes they're just like whatever. You don't you don't know what you're going to get with this team. You don't know if you're gonna get the killer instinct. Damn, we're locking everybody up. Ain't nobody scoring on us, team. Or if we're gonna get the, we're gonna let Kemba go off for 25 points on us, little little baby boy Kemba. Um, but uh, 
I do like this team. I think the addition of Serge Ibaka was really, really good for this team. He fits the team well. Um, I really like the Kennard pickup. Kennard was playing very well tonight. Batum is looking like his former self. We have, I know nobody has been able to say that in a long time about Nicholas Batum, but Nicholas Batum looks really, really good as a Clipper. Uh, it looks like the Clippers like got this man playing good ball. So good for him because uh, he was kind of like on a decline, and now he's up there again. He's looking like his former self, so good for him. Um, I feel like this team just, like, I don't know, like, if Kawhi has a bad game, this team literally struggles so hard. It's like, ah, this team needs to find that medium where Kawhi and PG-13 are constantly playing well. Because it's that whole thing. One plays bad, they're going to lose. Like, unless Lou William explodes, like, off the bench. But I think this team just, I think this team will clean it up by playoff time, though. Same with the Lakers. Like, we, we saw the Lakers taking L's last week. These two teams are, are going to clean it up. Um, and then let's talk, now let's talk about the fourth-seeded Denver Nuggets. Um, to me, I think the Denver Nuggets, I don't think they're going to make it out the second round this year, to be honest. I just don't see it happening. Obviously, they should not have made it out last year, but I was hyped because I love Joe Keeks, so I don't give a shit. Um, but to me, I just feel like, like it's like I said earlier, this team lost so much defensively, losing Jeremy Grant. And look at what Jeremy Grant's doing in Detroit. I think they should have paid that man his money, and this team would have been looking way better. It's just, this team was, I feel like I, I'm a Michael Porter Jr. fan. Don't get me wrong. I stand this kid. I said this kid was going to be good last year, and I was right. Um, but the problem with Michael Porter Jr., he's a young player. He, he still had his defense isn't up to his game on offense yet. hasn't caught up to his offense yet. So the problem is he's getting killed by these wings, and it's just it's hurting the team bad. And then another thing, Denver started off really, really slow. Like they were missing lots of threes. It just didn't look themselves. They're starting to look like themselves now, but I feel like the issue is, like, Joe Keek is literally carrying this team right now. His numbers are insane. The man's literally averaging almost a triple-double. This man is not playing no damn games. He's trying to win as much games as possible, but Jamal Murray has been terrible. Like, Jamal Murray is literally one of the most inconsistent players in the NBA, and it is so weird because the dude is a baller. It's just... I don't understand. Like, there's those nights he'll go for, like, 30, and then there's those nights, like, he'll go for, like, 12. Like, yeah, 12 points is good, but not for a team that he's their second option. He at least need to be dropping 20 bombs nightly. It can't just be Joe Keith dropping 25 bombs, 12 rebounds, 12 assists. It's not, they're not going to win like that. But I think this team will be okay because eventually they're not going to keep missing their shots. Eventually the ball's going to go in, and they're going to get their Ws. Joe Keek had that monster game against the Jazz, though. He literally beat the Jazz by himself. What, 33 points in the first half? That game was over in the first half. Joe Keek was on one that night. This And also another thing about Joe Keek, why Joe Keek is so deadly, Joe Keek is a freaking great three-point shooter. A lot of people don't talk about how good he is at shooting the three. 
He's literally shoots the three ball above 40% in the playoffs. He's done it for two seasons in a row now. That's one of the things that people underlook about Joe Keek. He shoots the three ball very, very well, so it forces defenders to the, his defender to leave the paint. So he, and also he's a great passer. So you know, if you're gonna leave the paint, he's gonna hurt you. Either he's gonna make the shot, or he's gonna find the dude cutting to the basket for an easy layup. It's kind of like pick your poison with this dude because he's so good at shooting and passing. But um, th- that's pretty much it. Like those are the top four seeds. I told I pretty much so far. I'm off by one team. Um, I thought the U- I thought the Portland Trailblazers would be the fourth seed right now, but I'm wrong. Obviously, I'm super wrong because the Utah Jazz are in the first seed. But my predictions so far for the season are are spot on, unless the Jazz fall off. But I don't think they're going to because they have a big lead, like not over the Lakers, but like over the the Nuggets. So the Jazz will probably be a top four seed this year. So I'm, I'm going to be wrong in that prediction, which is totally fine. I'm cool with it. Um, I'm in, And I'm going to just say this. I'm really, really impressed by the Phoenix Suns. Like, I did not think the Phoenix Suns would be playing so well. And I know they, I know Devin Booker and Chris Paul haven't played. Um, I know they've been injured a couple games, so we'll see how that turns out. I think the Suns will end up making the playoffs, which is good for them. I didn't, I'm going to be honest, I didn't think this team was going to be that good, but but Chris Paul has his team playing as a team. He has eight in playing better. Devin Booker. Well, we already know Devin Booker. That man's just we should, that man's buckets, 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 buckets. Uh, so Devin Booker's playing well. Um, the team I think that will end up moving up the 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 standings will probably be the Portland Trailblazers, though. I think the Portland Trailblazers will probably end up competing for like the fourth or third seed at some point. But I don't know if they get it. Um, but yeah, uh, and it's looking like, I'm gonna be honest, how the standings are right now, by looking at at them, I think the only team that has a a chance to make the playoffs out of everybody that's left right now, I think it's going to be the Houston Rockets. I don't think the Grizzlies will do it this year. We know the Kings are not, the Pelicans are not, Oklahoma's fucked, that team's garbage now. Um. This is a big, big disappointment for me so far. Um, the Dallas Mavericks have looked terrible this year. They can't defend shit. Uh, the offense is terrible. It's not terrible. It's like mediocre. You, you already know in the NBA you're not going to win games if your offense is, is mediocre and your defense is garbage. We already know it's, it's not going to work. In order for a team that has a mediocre offense to be to win games, they're going to have a top defense. That is the problem the Mavericks are running into, and also Christopher Porzingis has been injured. I've been said it on this pod that that guy has glass knees. It sounds shitty, but it is the truth. Ever since he got injured from his ACL, he has not been the same. He's been getting injured constantly. He'll miss like ten plus games a season, and. I, I'm going to be honest. I, I think Luka needs to get out of there. Because if Luka stays there, he's just going to waste his career there. If Mark Cuban is not going to put the players around him, we're going to waste that young man. They're gonna, he's going to waste his talent there because he's not going to win anything. He either needs to try to get a player to go play with him or he needs to get the fuck out of there. Who cares how much money he can make? This kid is one of the best play- He's already a top five player in the league. Get him some fucking help. 
like this is ridiculous mark cuban like i don't i don't know if mark cuban even went after giannis hard i feel like you you gotta get this kid a, another player because christopoulos prosingas is not is not the dude like he's definitely not the dude he's already proved that he's not the dude he's been injured um so that's pretty much it about the west so that's, i don't want to talk about the west anymore we're good i feel like a spoke enough on that and now let's get to the eastern conference so the 76ers are at the top of the conference it's been a long time since i've said that anybody has said that um joel and bleed is playing great basketball right now he's an mvp candidate um you know ben's ben simmons still can't shoot but uh to me i think i'm gonna just say this one just gonna say this clearly this team to me is all fucking hype. The Philadelphia fucking 76ers are not going to do shit after the second round. This is a second round exit. Guaranteed. This team can't beat Boston healthy. This team ain't gonna beat the Nets healthy. I don't even think they might beat the Bucks if they play the Bucks, but I don't think they're gonna end up playing the Bucks. I think the only team they can beat is the Bucks. Um I just don't I don't see it. Like to me this team's big pretenders. The a big reason I say this team's big ass pretenders is because fucking Joel Embiid's a big fucking baby. In the 7 game series this man is by the by the four, every day like cuz he has to play back to back. He's not going to get multiple days off. So in a 7 game series this dude is going to be gassed every fourth quarter and it's just layup lines after that. Once Joel Embiid gets gassed, it's layup lines for the team that's playing him. I hate to say it, sounds fucked up, but that's what's been happening to these dudes for like the for like the past three years. The like same when they played the Raptors, they lost to the Raptors. Same shit. Um, oh, always tired in the fourth quarter. My man, you get paid like dude. I'm fat, dude. I don't get paid millions of dollars. If I was you, like a Sixers fan, I'd be pissed. You're paying this guy millions of dollars to be out of shape in the playoffs. Get the fuck out of here. Um, and I'm not and I'm not hating on Philly because I'm a C's fan. It's just I think Joel Embiid is a great player, but he just pisses me off because he's lazy. And I don't care what anybody says. Like people can be like, "Now, how do you know he's lazy?" When you have reporters publishing reports that when you're injured. And they're buying you healthy food and you're throwing it out to eat chicken strips and fucking hot dogs. That just means you're lazy and you don't give a fuck like about about your team or about winning. Let's just be honest. Um But yeah, the team's playing good defense. Darkers hasn't playing well. They got shooters, but another thing to me is like I feel there's like I think the defense is going to get exposed in the playoffs, just like Joel Embiid in the fourth quarter. Is this, it is what it is. Don't, I hate to say it, Philly fans, don't, I'm not buying it. But we'll see. We'll see. They're in first place right now. We'll see how everything turns out. Tobias Harris is playing at an all-star level, so big ups to Tobias Harris. Um, that's a dude I, I got to give a big shout-out to because he's turned up his game this year. Uh, he was kind of struggling last year in the playoffs. He was getting murdered by Brown and Tatum, but he's doing well now. Um, and now let's get to the Milwaukee Bucks. This is another team right here that's a pretender to me. The simple fact that in the in the playoffs, they did not fix no issues with the Drew Holiday trade. 
the half-court offense is still garbage, and we already know in the playoffs it's all half-court offense. This team's going to probably get screwed in the, off, in, the, in the playoffs again. Same thing. It's going to be really, really hard for them to get buckets. They got nobody that can go get a bucket except Giannis. Um, and I, I'm a huge Drew Holiday fan, but I just don't think it's enough. They really needed that Brogdonovich trade to go through, and it didn't go through. They never announced, by the way, they never announced what happened with that. It was just like, whatever. Like, oh, um, we're investigating this, but nothing ever came out. So you don't know what happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have a feeling this team will get exposed in the playoffs, uh, in the half-court half offense. Uh, they're going to be good defensively, obviously. They're, uh, their coach always has to play defense at a high level. But I just don't see it. The half-court offense is going to be a big issue in the playoffs. But I'm just happy for Giannis. He's balling. He got his money. He's doing his thing. Um, obviously, Giannis leads the, the team in points, rebounds. Uh, I don't know. The thing to me, like, and also, I'm not very high on Chris Middleton. I'm going to be 100% honest with all you guys. Like To me, I feel like Chris, there's an issue if your second best player is Chris Middleton. Like, yes, he can defend, but on offense, if he's not making shots, he's fucking useless. Like, I hate to say because he can't get to the basket whenever he wants. You, he, he, you know, he's a spot-up three-point shooter. I hate to say it. It's fucking sounds like shit, but it's the truth. He's a spot-up three-point shooter. He doesn't, he doesn't play in, he doesn't get to the rim. Like, he'll post you up every now and then and get a bucket over you, but this is, this is, we don't play the NBA's not played like that no more. So it's like they're gonna keep doing it. Um, but yeah, to me, I just I I am not buying the Bucks hype. Um, I think they'll probably make it to the second round again. And the Sixers, I second round, don't care because the Sixers are gonna either have to play the Celtics or the Nets in the second round, and I don't think they could be either of them. Uh, same with the Bucks, I don't think they can do it. Um. Here we go. The next thing we're going to talk about is the Brooklyn Nets. And I haven't potted since they ha they got James Harden. Remember I said that there's only one ball and it's not going to work. They're finding a way for it to work right now. But I have a feeling come playoff times when they actually scheme for all that shit, it's going to be hard for them. Also, I don't understand why why Kyrie Irving is taking more shots, shots than, than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's the better scorer, the better shooter. Just shit the fuck up. Give him the ball. Um, but they still, like I said, they still got time to figure it out. They have, what, 50 games left. Um, to me, that James Harden pickup's good. It's kind of weird to watch James Harden play play point because it's like, you know, that's Kyrie's job. But we already know how Kyrie plays. Every Kyrie fan is like, dribble, 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 dribble. The ball sticking, ball sticking, ball sticking. Instead of moving the ball, they're not. I don't think he's. He just likes to play a lot of ISO. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Cause they still got time to figure it out. But to me, I feel like the Brooklyn Nets. Are, I don't know. I'm not gonna punch this team into the finals yet. Cause the simple fact that their defense is literally fucking garbage. They got the worst defense in the league. They're on pace to have the worst defense ever. Ever. And we already know that you're not going to win a championship unless you have a top 10 defense. So we'll see. 
what it's looking like in like a month or two. But unless this team gets their shit together defensively, this team is not going to win. Um, but I do like all the pickups they made. Like I, like I don't know. To me, I feel like this team was very, very strong because they had a lot of depth. They literally lost all their depth just to get Harden. So we'll see how that goes come playoff time when they have to play a lot of minutes. We'll see if they can do it. Like, and also Harden's not in shape right now. He's a little fat boy like me, so we'll see. But like I said, it's like a broken record. I know I keep saying they have time. They have time. He has time to get in shape, so we'll see. Um, But, yeah, the thing that's going to stop this team from winning at all is going to be their defense. If they play a team like the Clippers, Lakers, um, from the Western side, I don't think they'll beat one of those teams. A team that can score and defend well, I don't think they can do it. Um, but we'll see. And I think Kyrie's averaging like 30 points ever since he came back from his little mental break. So I guess he's playing at a high level. Obviously, we already know Harden's going to play at a high level. And also, KD is playing at an MVP level, but he's not getting talked about enough because he plays at Harden and Kyrie now. For the simple fact that he's averaging, what, I think 27 points a game. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm geeked that he's balling, by the way, because... A lot of people were like, he's not going to be the same. He's not going to be the same. Remember, I, t- I said this here on the pod. I said, KD is going to be okay because KD can shoot from wherever the fuck he wants on the floor. From wherever. The left side, the right side, middle. Like, it doesn't matter. The dude will get buckets from wherever on the court. He can also still get in the basket to the basket and we already know his step back is unguardable it is unguardable like let's let's just be real here like whoever thought this dude wasn't going to be okay literally watch his fucking basketball with fucking blinders on um but yeah um now enough about the fucking nets let's get to the boston celtics um to me i feel like the boston celtics is a team that has the potential to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe the finals. The, like, I'm not just saying this because I love this team. Like, I really try to be super unbiased. But just the things right now, the things, if they can clean these things up, this team will make the finals. Like, I, they have the scoring power to compete with any of those top three teams in the East right now. They just need to clean up the defense. If they clean up the defense, because I'm going to be honest, that Pritchard pickup was a great pickup for them. He's been doing damage. That's what they need. They need scoring off the bench. Pritchard, Pritchard has been providing scoring off the bench. Oh, and by the way, Jeff T has been fucking terrible. I don't know what the hell happened to that guy, but I hope he comes back and starts playing like his former self. Man, he is looking awful right now. And let's be honest, let's talk about the Jays. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum have been literally destroying everybody. Once this team is fully healthy, Kemba's at 100%, and Marcus Smart's at 100%, and the starting five actually plays a lot of minutes together, you know what? Fuck that. I'm just going to say it. This team, by the time they're like, the season's in 50 games. This team's either going to be the second seed or the first seed. I'm just be honest. This team is going to be a top five defensive team. 
and a top five offensive team again. Book that shit. Heard it here first. Um, and I know I sound like a homer, but I'm I'm just being honest. From what I see, because this team has is always a good team defensively, so you know they're going to get there once the starting five gets fully healthy, and you know they start they get their chemistry down. Yes, I know they've been playing together for a while, but they haven't all been able to play together this year. So there's still issues. They're going to work out the kinks. I promise you this team will be a top five team defensively and a top five team offensively as well. They just got too much firepower. JB, like I said, JB and Tatum are literally averaging 25 points a game. I think they're the first duo. I don't know. Oh, man, I knew the stat. I'd like, I'm, I'm brain farting, but I know they're like their first duo in a long time to be averaging 25 points. No, since I think it's uh, Mikhail... Mikhail and Larry Bird or something like that to be averaging 25 points a game or something like that. But, yeah, there's a first duel in a while to, that both are averaging 25 points a game. Uh, so we'll see how everything turns out. If these if those dudes keep balling, uh, this team will make it. I think this team has a shot to make it either to the Western Eastern Conference Finals again or the Finals. Um, who knows if they win the championship because we already know it's going to be tough to beat the Lakers or the Clippers. Like I like I hate saying that in the West it's gonna be those two teams, but I'm gonna be honest. I don't see nobody beating those two teams in a seven game series other than each other. Yes, I know the Nuggets did it last year, but the Nuggets overachieved. The Nuggets got lucky. I hate to say it, cause I love the Nuggets. We all know I love the Nuggets. I love Joe Keek, but them fuckers got lucky. <laughs> all right, and now let's talk about the Raptors. The Raptors are currently sitting in the. Seventh seed at ten and twelve. Uh, the I'm gonna be honest. The West, the East is bad this year. It wasn't like the other years that you know there were almost like the top six teams were good. Nah, they're bad this year. The East is bad this year. Uh, the Hawks are not good. I hate. I'm not. I don't want to waste my time talking about the Hawks. It's all fucking bullshit. Uh, it's a first round exit. Hawks. Toronto's the only team. I think Toronto will eventually make a push for like the fourth seed. But they're not going to go above the fourth seed. Toronto is a team that I'm kind of disappointed with because this team has all the pieces. But it looks like losing um, losing Ibaka was huge. Losing Gasol was huge. Which is I don't I guess I guess Gasol was just better for the system that they're that they played in Toronto than than it is in LA because he looks so much better in Toronto. And obviously it showed because Toronto is really lacking right now. They're losing a lot of games right now. Cause it got no rim protection. I'm a, I stand here in Baines, but he's just not a good rim protector. Um, and I feel like the 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 Raptors don't offensively. It's like a like a crapshoot because I feel like see you don't know what you're gonna get from Siakam. Siakam to me is like they fucked up and overpaid him for that one good playoff run, and look at him now. Like he's not he's playing like an average player he's not playing like a 30 million a year player so unless he gets his shit together this team is gonna go nowhere in the playoffs i hate to say it van vliet's doing his thing obviously that man got paid good for him he's doing his thing but i feel in order for this team to be successful siakam needs to start playing well because og og's a good player uh, good defensively he shoots the three ball okay like, I'm not going to, like, OG, they're going to need OG to step up, obviously. 
But come playoff time, OG plays well. So who knows? Maybe this team can upset a top seed in the playoffs, but I don't know. We'll see. It's just time will tell because, like I said, right now they look like they're struggling. They got no rim protection. That's the big issue. And then they don't. You don't know what's gonna happen with Siakam. It's, it's like you don't know if you're gonna get the thirty million a year player Siakam or the fifty million a year player Siakam. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the NBA talks, my dudes. Um, yeah, so we're gonna start with the NFL talk right now. I'm going to talk about the teams I was most impressed with and the teams I was least impressed with. And I'm going to pick my winner for the Super Bowl. All right, let's get Let's talk about the NFL. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say that uh, your boy said Josh Allen was going to ball this year. Just let me throw that out there. I said that Josh Allen was going to mature before our eyes. And I was um, fucking uh, 100% correct about that shit. So big ups to me, you know. I just gotta, I just gotta give myself the fucking gas. Um, but yeah, um, Josh Allen, killer year, same as the Buffalo Bills had a killer year this year. Uh, Stephon Diggs, balled out, balled the fuck out. Um, the Buffalo Bills have nothing to be ashamed of this year. And I also said the Buffalo Bills would win a playoff game this year, and they won two playoff games this year. So thank you, Buffalo Bills, for fucking. Making my prediction come true. Also, thank you, Josh Allen, for making me not look like a fucking idiot. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> let me get that out the way. Yeah, so big ups to Josh Allen. Balled out. Diggs balled out. Um, to me, I have a feeling that the Buffalo Bills are going to be a team that's going to be good in the AFC is for years to come. But the issue that this team is going to run into every year is the Chiefs. I don't know... <sighs> The issue to me is, I know they were winning the game 9-0. Okay. If you're up 9-0 on, that, on the Chiefs, you got to have a good enough running back that's going to eat the clock. That's the issue that I think this team has. This team needs, needs, desperately, desperately, I, I hate to say it. This team desperately needs to fucking either see what's available in free agency for running backs or draft a running back if there's any good running backs in the draft this Devin Singletary and Zach Moss shit is not going to work playing against a good team like the Chiefs um I that's to me I think if this team wants to get to that other level and win a championship they need to get a running back that can eat up the clock that once Josh Allen gets a first down you know, you have a running back that can get four yards, five yards every time, get a first down, eat the clock. Because I think that's to me why this team lost in the in the AFC game. Because, yes, they went up 9-0, but they were pl- literally, essentially, how, how I'm going to say this, I'm just going to say it. It's, they were playing Patrick Mahomes' game. You are not going to beat... The Chiefs playing their game. You're not going to outpass them. I hate to say it. You're just not going to do it. Uh, They're going to score on you if you don't have a running back that can eat up the clock. And if you think I'm an idiot for saying what I'm saying, look at the Raiders. The Raiders beat them. That's literally what the Raiders did. The Raiders got their touchdowns, started running the ball, getting the first downs, beat them. Every team that has beat that team 
has literally had a decent running back that that once they go up, they just start punching the ball. That's how you beat this team. You got to keep Mahomes off the field. It sounds like a broken record. Everybody says it, but it's the truth. And for me, I feel like I think the Buffalo Bills are all in. So I feel like the Buffalo Bills are going to go and get get a running back. Hopefully they get him for Josh Allen because I think this team can win a Super Bowl within the next three years if they just get a running back. Because this defense is solid. It wasn't as good as last year, but the defense is good enough to get you there. The offense needs a running back. Because uh, their corners are good, too, by the way. Uh, Tredavious Wise made the Pro Bowl again. You know, but whatever. I guess we'll see. Um, uh, t- and another thing. Oh, man. The Steelers, to me, were impressive all year. And then how oh, Ben Roethlisberger was just fucking terrible. What the fuck happened, man? Like, I'm just going to be honest, man. I don't understand. Like, Ben Roethlisberger was probably the hugest disappointment for me of the season. He had the best defense in the league, and he could not do shit with that defense. Like, he, because the offense was so bad. Like, he couldn't score. Like, I don't know. He just looked terrible. He was throwing a lot of picks. Um, I feel to me it's time to move on from Big Ben. I know Steelers fans, you love Big Ben or whatever, but if you want to win a championship, you got to move on from Big Ben. It's time. And you also need a running back. James Conner's not going to get it done. I hate to say it. James Conner's always, he's got bad ankles. He's always injured. It's, it's like he plays like eight, eight games a year. Get You guys need a running back and a quarterback uh, if you want to win a championship. This is going to say what I said. That that defense can only carry you for so long, which it was proven this year. And, yep. <laughs> um, also, I feel t- also the Baltimore, I like, well, I'm going to talk about the Ravens now. But to me, I feel like the Ravens are a good team, great defense. They need to get some motherfucking receivers. They don't need another running back. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is pretty damn good. Uh, they just need to make him the official starter. Let's stop playing stupid games here. Let's stop giving the ball to Gus Edwards. Uh, Mark Ingram's obviously not the same. He already got cut. Um, they need receivers. You need to get Lamar receivers. Um, there's just no way they're going to win just throwing to Mark Andrews. This whole beating teams with just Mark Andrews and uh, Lamar Jackson's legs... Nah, nah, nah. That shit is not a recipe to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, obviously, the defense is solid. That's why they made the playoffs. But the offense is it's lagging. They need another. They need a number one receiver. Marquise Brown is not a number one receiver. <sighs> as much as I love Des Bryant, Des Bryant's washed. Bomb, bomb, bomb. That hurt me to say. But yeah, um, they need to get out, go out there, get this man receivers. Um, but yeah, other than that, this seems solid. They just got to get the man receivers. <laughs> get them receivers. Uh, now let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. I am, was impressed by the Browns. Um, once OBJ went down, this team started catching mad W's. The defense was playing good. 
Baker Mayfield started playing good. I shit talk Baker Mayfield a lot on this fucking podcast, and I don't give a shit. He had been playing like absolute dog water up until up until OBJ got injured. Um, so good for him. It's nice to see him. They they got his swag back. Hopefully he can keep it up. The Browns is the Browns. Um, but um, to me. I think Kareem Hunt becomes a free agent. They gotta try to re-sign him because they're too, they're too, uh, they're the running back commit by committee works. They got two top tier running backs. Kareem Hunt's baller. Nick Chubbs is a baller. Um, Landry still played well this year. Um, I think they're probably going to end up moving on from OBJ. Um, for me, I feel in order for this team to take the next step, the 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 O-line needs help. Like, they look better this year, but they still need pieces from the O-line. Um, they're probably going to need a clear-cut number one receiver. I don't think Landry's enough. But this team was impressive to me for the simple fact that I didn't think they were going to make it. Because they started losing, and then all of a sudden, they just started getting W's. So, big ups to them. And now, let's talk about the Titans. To me, the Titans are just going to be mediocre every year. Like... I like the team, but Derrick Henry's not going to carry this team. Ryan Tannehill been playing on a fucking beast mode level all year, by the way. Big ups to Ryan Tannehill. Um, this team right here needs another receiver. A.J. Brown is great, great player. They need, a, they need another receiver. Obviously, they have the running back already. But to, the defense was garbage this year, which is surprising. But I guess we'll see. Uh, to me, this team needs to improve on the defense to be better next year. Uh, I was really impressed by this team, though, because Tanner Hill was pl- played great all year. Like, Tanner Hill, every, the question mark was always Tanner Hill. Can Tanner Hill keep playing at this level? Obviously, the man showed he could play at the level. for. He played at a high level the whole year, played well the whole year. Um. So big ups to Tanner. Hopefully he can keep it up. It seems like uh, Tanner has found found a home with the Titans. Kind of like everybody thought he was done. And then he, he was named the starter. And then he just started balling at the end of last year. And this year he balled out all year. Um, I just think they need another receiver. Uh, they need to clean up the defense. But other than that, this team was impressive. Because uh, obviously they made the playoffs. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, it was just impressive to see uh, this team, like, like Tanner Hill ball out. Because the, the question mark all year was Tanner Hill, Tanner Hill, Tanner Hill, and he showed out. Um, but, yeah, this is a, a team I want to talk about. The Colts, to me, were super impressive. I don't think anybody had them booked to make the playoffs. Uh, Phillip Rivers did his thing. Yes, he did. Philip Rivers still did Philip Rivers things. I hate. I don't. I, I'm a Philip Rivers fan, but you know you gotta shit talk him when he's out here throwing monster pick like mad picks a game with the best O line in the league. They literally best O line in the league. Um, I really really love uh Jonathan Taylor. I think that kid's going to be good for years to come. So that was a good pickup in the draft. And obviously they still got their receivers. Their tight end is solid. I can't say his name, man. He has a weird name. Sorry, I'm not Jake Doyle, but the other dude. Uh, I don't know. He has a weird name. 
don't know its name, man. It's weird. I can't pronounce it. Alexander. It's weird. Asan. It's weird name. But um, I think that that tight end's gonna be solid. And I feel like uh, these dudes just and they these dudes had the number one defense in the league. They didn't nobody expect these dudes to have the number one defense in the league either. I just think that these dudes need a quarterback because. And I think they need another receiver. Ty Hilton is always injured. They need to move on from Ty Hilton. They need to cut the man, pick up a receiver, and I think this team will be solid. And they need a QB. But I don't know what the plan is here. I don't know if they're going to play Brissett. I, I I have no idea. Um, oh, and Also, for me, I said I was going to talk about teams that were disappointing. To me, I feel like the Houston Texans... I, everybody knew the Houston Texans were going to be bad. Let's be honest here. I did not. I knew the Houston Texans were going to be. Hopefully, you guys knew they were going to be bad because I knew they were going to be dog shit. As soon as they lost Hopkins, I was like, oh, that that trade Hopkins for Johnson. I was nobody understood that trade. To me, that was trade was a fucking terrible trade. You're going to you traded for I hate to say this I hate to shit talk David Johnson, you traded Watson you traded Hopkins for a, a the one of the, a top three receiver, for a fucking bottom tier fucking running back that's washed, why it doesn't make sense, Bill O'Brien literally shit on that franchise's chances to do anything, like what the fuck. That's literally the biggest trade, the one of the worst trades. That has to be literally one of the worst trades in NFL history. Like you saw how good this team was with Hopkins, like the Hopkins Watkins, the Hopkins Watson combo would get them into the playoffs. JJ Watt would, was doing his thing. JJ Watt's also they're gonna let JJ Watt walk in the off season. Why the hell? And then it's like, why the hell would Deshaun Watson want to stay there? Come on. If it's crazy to me how shitty this organization is run. It's like Watson's like, I want out of here. Do you blame the guy? Do you trade his best receiver for fucking peanuts? You got nothing in return. Like, what the fuck are you doing? If I'm him, I'm out of there. I don't care if I just got paid. Get the fuck out of there. Or else your career's over. You're going to waste five years of your career there. And remember, he already fucked up his ACL, so he he needs to get out of there ASAP. Hopefully he does, because he's a great player. Top three QB in the league, hands down. Also, I ain't going to sit here and shit talk Watson, because he was throwing to bums all year. And I think he still led the NFL in yards. So, I, to me, Watson, great player. Hopefully he gets out of there. He deserves it. Who cares if he goes to the Jets? Fuck it. Go ahead and get the fuck out of there. It'll, it'll probably be a better situation for you anyways. Um, and let's be honest. Do I really need to talk about the Chiefs? Come on, guys. We already knew the Chiefs were either going to make it to the Super Bowl. I did say the Chiefs were going to make it to the Super Bowl. I picked the Chiefs at the beginning of the season. And I also remember, I did pick the Saints. But I said, if if anybody is going to beat the Saints, it's going to be the Bucks and the team that beats the Saints. Is going to make it to the Super Bowl. So I did say that. So and here we are. Here we are. Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl. Um, yeah, but whatever. Enough about that. 
We're not going to talk about the Chiefs that much. I don't want to give them gas. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is a fucking beast. Andy Reid is a fucking offensive genius. Um, and Travis Kelsey is, oh, my God, Travis Kelsey is such a boss, man. That dude is just unguardable. Him and Hill are just ridiculous, man. It's crazy. And that's what happened to the Bills. The Bills could not find a way to drop Kelsey or Hill. It was insane. Like, once those dudes got it going, that was it. And Mr. Damian Williamson, Mr. I don't show up for, like, 14 weeks of the season and the last six weeks of the season i'm the best rb in the league jesus christ all right now let's talk about the nfc first off and foremost the nfc east is fucking garbage and i get to talk about that division first let's just get out of the way giants dog shit cowboys dog shit eagles dog shit washington football team only decent team in that conference um, I think that team will get better. I really like their defense is for real, by the way. Chase Young is for real. If this team can get good corners and another receiver, this team will be in business. They will win the NFC East easily every year. Um, I hate to say it easily, but because the Giants are like a couple of players away. The Giants are an edge rusher because their safety that they drafted last year was good. Their corner was good. Maybe they draft another corner. Uh, hopefully, Saquon comes back healthy and they win the division. They're not a championship team, but they'll win the division if they can get an edge rusher and another corner. Oh, God. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. This is going to hurt. The Dallas Cowboys suck. The Dallas Cowboys need two corners. They're both their corners are trash. It was cool watching uh, Aldon Smith ball out. Uh, you know he was having his drug problem. He had we gave him a chance. He been balling, uh, so good for him. Um, but also the Cowboys were hurt all year, so we'll see what they look like next year. They just need corners. They don't need nothing on offense. Please, please, please stop drafting fucking receivers. If Stop drafting for the offense unless it's going to be for the O-line. Don't draft fucking receivers unless you're going to draft a tight end, which we probably might need a tight end because we don't know what's going to happen with Blake Jarwin. Hopefully he can come back and play well. And the Eagles are a clusterfucker, and we're not going to talk about the Eagles. There is no point. We have no idea what the plan for that team is right now just got a new coach so let's not even waste our time talking about the fucking eagles um the green bay packers your boy said this squad was pretenders and he was fucking right what happened what happened as per usual couldn't stop the run and then they got dumpstered by the bucks um poor uh mr rod uh, rogers I'm just going to be honest here. All the criticism of the GM and the people upstairs was 100% correct. Because I'm, I'm just going to say this. And if you Packers fans, I'm pretty sure like 99% of you Packers fans will agree. Um, if the Packers just draft Justin Jefferson 
or any other receiver. It's Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb. They're in the Super Bowl. 100%. They're in the Super Bowl. Or if they draft the dude from the Broncos, they're in the Super Bowl. Come on, you're over here throwing to to Lazard and Scanlon. Dude, those guys are dog shit. Uh, Tongan was impressive, though. I'll be honest. I did not expect Tongan to be as good as he was. So big ups to, to Robert Tongan. Um, but I just think the Packers are going to have, in order to make the championship next year, They're obviously I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers is going to come back. He's in a good situation. They just need to get that man another receiver. Devontae Adams cannot be the whole fucking offense. Um, uh, what's his name? Their running back had a better year. Uh, but we'll see how everything turns out. Um, I think Rodgers will stay there. But this team's going to have to find a way to stop the run. Uh, it's it's a, just a broken record. Right? It's like the defense has to do their job. Because Aaron Rodgers is going to do Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't want to talk about the Bears. The Bears suck. The Vikings suck. Um, but I was very, very impressed by Justin Jefferson. I just want to thank Justin Jefferson and uh, David Montgomery for my first ever final uh, fantasy football championship. Thank you, players. Um, but, yeah, now let's talk about the Saints and the Bucks. Uh Pretty much, I think the Saints, uh, Drew Brees is going to retire. I think it's time. He showed that it was time. He looked super washed up that game against the Bucks. I think he threw three picks. Come on, dude. It's, it's time to hang it up. I, I love Drew Brees, but it's time. You're just literally studying the way of Tyson Hill. And to be honest, uh, the success of your team. Sucks that Michael Thomas was injured all year, but I still think this team still had enough to win it all. And it kind of seems to me that that's it for Drew Brees because just just the things they said like about Michael Thomas, um, that Michael Thomas ha- had a, a ligament tear in his ankle and so he was pretty fucked up, but he wanted to try his hardest to win Drew Brees a championship. It's just it make it's making it seem like Drew Brees already had told them that this is his last year. So these dudes are trying to ride for him, you know? They're trying to get him that championship so he can ride off into the sunset. Sucks that I was wrong about my prediction, but I don't even care because I did say that it was gonna the Bucks. If if anybody was going to be in the championship, it was going to be the Bucks. Um. Now let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was impressed by this team. I did not think that this team here was going to be in the position they're in right now, for the simple fact that uh, their corners last year were the worst corners in the league. They would get thrown on all year. All fucking year. And I mean, what I mean by thrown on, it's like 100 plus yards on each side. Like, if you knew you were, if you were playing this team in fantasy, you were playing the receiver that was playing this defense. Um, So yeah, so like I said, their corners have stepped up a lot this year. Obviously, you knew that front seven was fucking legit, that you were, that you were not going to be able to run on them. And it's still true. You still can't run on them. Um... But Tom Brady did his thing. Like I, and also I'm just gonna throw this out there. I hate how people are are trying to shit on Bill Belichick, and be like, 
oh, uh, Bill Belichick isn't nothing without Brady. Now nah, that's bullshit. Both of these dudes need each other. I'm just going to put this bullshit to rest. Like, because to me, it's stupid. If you see Bill Belichick was literally working with fucking plumbers, man. My man was literally outside of Cam Newton. What the fuck did he have on offense? Nobody. All those dudes on offense were terrible. Like, he, I can't even name a fucking receiver on that team. Or a fucking running back. Like, come on. get, get Start building this crap. Spend the money, man. You don't waste your fucking coach's last years. You, you have a beast coach. Don't not waste his last years. <coughs> Obviously, Brady is playing great. Don't don't get me wrong. But come on, you're going to tell me, look who Brady had to throw to. Like I hate like the whole Brady made Bill Bill Belichick. That shit it sounds so dumb, guys. Please drop that stupid narrative. Because look at what Tom Brady had. Tom Brady had. Antonio fucking Brown, Mike Evans, and Goodwin. And he has Gronk to throw with and block for him. Like, bro, come on. That offense is fucking stacked. Like, the only other team that has a stacked offense like that, that has, like, the the receiving power that that receive like, that is the Cowboys. But the Cowboys suck because their defense is garbage. But literally, Brady has three fucking killers. And when I mean killer, we all know these three dudes are fucking kill Four, dude, because Gronk is a fucking killer, too. To throw the ball to. There's just no way. Of course, Brady was going to fucking get in the end zone. Like, Brady was going to do his thing. If the defense was good enough, which it has been, they were going to be in the position they were in. That was just a big question mark for me, was the defense. But the defense obviously showed... That they were good enough. Obviously, they are. They're in the Super Bowl. They're going to play for it all tomorrow. Um, Yeah, but I was, I'm impressed by the Bucks. I got to say, uh, enough about the Bucks. Let's just finish up the pod. Let's talk about the Seattle Seahawks and the Los Angeles Rams. Um, To me, I feel like the Seahawks, they're going to, their defense is going to have to improve. The defense was not as good as they... They thought there were. They couldn't stop the run. They can't stop the run. They were struggled all year to stop the run. People said that they had a top five run defense. Nah, for like five games. Nah, 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 nah. Get the fuck out of here. These dudes couldn't stop the run all fucking year. I don't care if they stopped the run in five games. You let Cam Akers run on you for 179 yards. That literally proves right there that you were either playing shit backs, um, or you, I don't know, because... Cam Akers 179 yards in a playoff game. They literally beat you without their starting quarterback. They beat you just by running the ball. So this team's gonna have to find a way to stop to uh, to stop the run. This receiving core is obviously amazing. DK Metcalf, Lock, Tyler Lockett. So this team doesn't need nothing on offense. I really do wish this team would run the ball more. Chris Carson is a good player. Um, I don't know what the deal is though. They didn't run the ball much. I don't. I just don't understand it. Uh, they were trying. Come on, though. Let Russ cook isn't going to work against a team that has two corners that are fucking great. That's literally what happened in the playoffs. Ramsey literally shut down Metcalf. Couldn't do shit. Um. So basically, for me, I was impressed by the Seattle Seahawks. I didn't think they were going to be as good as they were. 
I was super disappointed by the Niners, but the Niners, that's a story for a different day. That team was injured all year, so it sucks for them that they were injured. But I feel like Seattle, for them, Seattle, to, to get to the chip, they're going to have to stop the run, and they're going to have to run the ball more. They can't just let Russ cook. It's not going to work. Um, Now let's get to the Rams. Mind you, I love the Matthew Stafford trade. The Ram, it clearly shows that the Rams are like we're in win no win now mode. We know that we we have a top defensive the NFL, top three defense in the NFL. Our rookie running back just showed us that he can be a number one. He fucking balled out against Seattle. Um, <coughs> so, and then they made the move to get Stafford because let's be honest, Jared Goff's garbage. If Jared Goff is being pressured, he's just so bad. Uh, Matthew Stafford, to me, I feel is like a very underrated QB. I think he's a good QB. Just sucks that he never had anything, that, any weapons to throw to once Calvin Johnson retired. Um, uh, so to me, I feel like that trade that these dudes made was big. I think the Rams will be back next year. I think this they'll make the playoffs easily. Um, good defense. They got a shot. Uh, once you have a good defense, you have a shot to win the Super Bowl. They got a good run game. They got the QB that, that's going to take them there. Um, pretty much it for the Rams. And also, I'm going to talk about the Cardinals real quick. I think the Cardinals were impressive this year. They beat a couple of good teams, and then they just, I don't know what the hell happened. They need to get another running back. Kenyon Drake is fucking washed. Uh, he's young dude. I don't know what's going on. They, they need another running back. They need to move on from Kenyon Drake. Uh, the defense was mediocre. The defense needs to improve. Their offense is stacked, though. Kyler Murray is a real fucking deal. Him and DeAndre Hopkins, beast, beast, beast. Um, same thing with Kirk. All those dudes are good. They're receiving core solid. They just need a running back and improve the defense, and this team will be back in there. All right, all right, enough about the NFL. Let me pick my Super Bowl winners, and then I'm out. I'm tired. I've been talking a lot. I haven't talked this long in a long time. All right, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I, I think Kelsey has a monster game. I don't see the Bucks stopping Kelsey or Hill. Um, and Mahomes is going to do his thing. I think Mahomes is going to get a – I think Kelsey's going to get MVP this time. I think Kelsey's going to murder the fucking, the fucking Buccaneers offense. I think Kelsey's going to get MVP. And, yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win it all. Um, sucks because – I don't, I'm not a Tom Brady hater, but I would like to see him get another ring, but I don't think it's this year. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. Thank you to everybody who is still here. I appreciate it. Um, if you guys like the pod, follow. I'm going to start doing them more now that I have time. I know I say that all the time, but I'm actually going to do it now because I'm not tired all the time. I'm not working 60 hours a week anymore, so I have time to do pods now. Um I hope you guys are all good. I know we're in a pandemic. I hope you guys are staying safe. Um, if you have any questions or want to talk about anything, my Twitter is at FatBoyTakes. And so is my Instagram. You can hit me up on that. I don't care. We can talk sports. I don't give a shit. All right, guys. You guys take care. Have a great day. Be safe. Peace.